But the first statement, and when thou prayest. Look at another verse of scripture, and then you would understand the message I am sharing with you today. Again, look at uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark eleven twenty-four. If it's there, let's all join and read together. Ready, go. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. So, you are breaking this verse into four parts. Therefore, I say unto you, that's one part, what things soever thou desirest, part two. When ye pray, let us say, when ye pray. When ye pray. I didn't hear you say, when ye pray. When ye pray. Amen. Amen. So now the first what we saw was in Matthew that said that, and when thou prayest, and this one says, and when ye pray. pray. The last one you're looking at is Mark chapter 11 and verse number 25. Mark 11 verse number 20, the verse after this one. If you found it, found it, let me, let's all read if you can. Alright, ready, go. And when ye stand praying. Stop there. And when ye stand praying, then God took about forgiveness and all that. So now we have seen three things here. No, no, isn't it? Are with me? Very good. We have seen three things. It's all about prayer. First one says that, and when thou prayest. Amen. Now the second one says, uh, what the second one uh, says, the one we read, when ye pray. And the third one says, when ye stand praying. Now the question I need to ask you this evening, before we get into what I'm teaching you about to get it is, the word when. Somebody says when. You know, these are the words of Jesus. Jesus' words must be taken seriously. Amen. And Jesus said, when thou prayest, and he says, when ye pray, and he says, when ye stand praying, he didn't say if. Now, what is the difference between when and if? Who can understand? Can you, can you, you know, what's the difference? When means that it's sure, but if means possible, maybe it could happen. I didn't hear you say it louder. When means that you're sure, but if means that it may not happen, but it also may happen. Beautiful. Clap for my daughter. <laughs> when is sure, if means it may or may not happen. If. If. So nobody can ever say that uh, if I die, when you die, because death is sure, one day you will die. Or you cannot say that uh, if I eat this week, this week you buy me eat. If I look at your face, you eat. It will surely happen. It will happen. You see, when you hear the word when, it is, you are sure that dolly dolly it's going to happen. That is when. Or it must happen. 
Bible says if. It's conditional. It may not happen. It may happen. So what Jesus says that when you pray, Jesus is saying that prayer must surely happen in your life. Somebody say amen. Amen. Jesus was certain that every believer ought to pray. So he says that when you pray, not if you pray. So if you're a believer and you don't pray, you are, I'm, I'm even questioning whether you're a real believer. Because Jesus says, when you pray, when you, some people pray only when there's, there's danger. They pray when there is crisis. But Jesus was saying to us, and these are all his teaching on prayer. And he said, when ye pray, Amen. When ye pray, hallelujah. When ye pray. So when it's sure, and it goes on to give us the re- what will happen when you pray, or how to pray. When you pray, don't be like a hypocrite. When you pray, believe. When you pray, forgive. But the Bible means you must pray. So if you don't pray, I'm telling you today that you are making a big mistake. May you be a prayerful person. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now, two things I want to leave with us tonight. Just very, very short. And then we will pray and close. Two things I need to share with you tonight is what I call failure-proof. Failure-proof prayer. Somebody say failure-proof. When I say failure-proof, like keys to Pray. That will not make your prayer fail. For example, you have, I have a key, master key. It can open every door. Master key can open several doors. Now, it says surely, surely that this key can access this door. Can I have an amen? So I'm telling you that there I'm going to give you two important keys. That is failure proof. That means it will never fail when it comes to prayer. Can I have an amen? amen? Keys that will never make your prayer fail. How many of us have prayed and God didn't answer our prayer before? Can I see your hand? You prayed. My dear sister, what's your name? Pardon? Okay, Tife. Only what Tife. Wonderful. Have you prayed and God didn't answer your prayer before? Were you sad? You're not sad. You took it like that. What a shock. Yeah. Joseph, have you prayed and God didn't answer your prayer before? Can you tell her the prayer? Oh, it's a secret prayer. It's secret. What a shock. Pray that God should make you a millionaire and the money hasn't come yet. Don't worry. It will come by the grace of God. No, all of us have prayed. And there's some prayer that you have prayed. Some of us have prayed that God should kill your enemies. Your enemies are rather putting on weight. They're becoming fatter. What a shock. So God has not answered that prayer. Some of us have prayed, Lord, oh God, may you break the neck of this boy. May something bad happen to him. But he's rather becoming prosperous. And you wonder. All of us have enemies. And our enemies, we have prayed sometimes here. I don't know, I've not seen so much in in. Ibadan. But in Ghana, in Accra, there are a lot of taxis, they put the sticker behind. Let my enemy live long to see what I'll be in future. <laughs> what a shock. 
And I think it's better than asking God to kill your enemies. Let them live long to see how I will be in future. They do look up. They, they, they thought that I would die. They thought something bad. Let them live long to see how God has blessed me. What a shock. Now, I'm talking about two important keys. So I say two keys. If you have these two keys in your life, they will make your life, uh, uh, they make your prayer failure-proof. It will never fail again. Say amen. Number one, the key of faith. The key of faith. So, listen carefully. Yeah. Turn your Bible, if you have your Bible, or you can look at on the screen. Let's go back to Mark eleven twenty four. Mark eleven twenty four. Bible says, "Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things, whatsoever ye desire, when ye pray, believe." Ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Can I have an amen? Anything you ask, anything you desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Amen. Now you see, Bible says, anything whatsoever means anything at all. That you desire, Rosalind. Can you imagine? I was speaking to my wife earlier on today because I was talking to another couple yesterday, and then this gentleman told me, Bishop, my wife is not grateful. I said, Why? He said that every time I get my salary, I give all my salary to my wife, take it, and then his wife will give him pocket money. Every time, can you imagine? <laughs> you see, every region, your wife says, listen to this part of, part of the message. It's very important. What a shock. The man told me, every time I'm paid, Bishop, without fail, since we married, all my salary, I give it, take it. And the wife will take it. And then so give me, now I'll give her pocket money every week, take it. Okay, petrol, buy petrol, and so on. And said, after all that I'm doing, my wife is not satisfied. She says she's leaving me. So as I was talking to my wife today, my wife said that, ah, but me, since you remind me, I've not been, you have not been giving me your, <laughs> you have not been giving me your salary. And I told her something that I thought was a revelation. I told her that I'm, I've given her more than my salary. And she said, why? I said, I've given you, when I'm traveling, I give you blank check, I sign. Anything you want, Felix. It's more than my, it's more than my salary. But it's in the bank. It includes all the savings extra. I've given her blank check. I said, so if you are broke, it's not my fault. It's your fault. But I've given you blank check. I realize I'm, I'm a better husband than that man who has given me. Who has been giving all her. It's a lie to his wife. <laughs> my daughter is going to tell my wife all that I'm saying. But it's true. 
I told her that look, I am because my 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 account includes savings, not just a salary. So if you're blanket, that means you can sign everything out. So if you don't sign it, it's your fault. So don't tell me that you almost oh, easy. So I am very proud of myself that I'm a better husband. Are you there? Now look at the scripture. Bible says that hey, hey, who has taken it off? The Bible says that whatsoever, therefore, I say, what things soever ye desire, ye anything you desire, not, not anything you need, anything you desire. No, there are desires and there are needs. Those do you understand what I'm saying? There are desires. As you say, you have need as a woman and you have desires. Do you understand? A desire is something that, ah, oh, it's easy. If you have it, you just want, it can be a luxury. It can be a desire. You see, a desire is just a luxury. Now Jesus is saying that anything you desire, <laughs> you, some of you, the way you are looking at me, you can't imagine that the check, this blank check is actually for you. You can't imagine that Jesus is saying to you, Uncle Femi, he's saying to us, anything, whatsoever you desire, you desire, my Nigerian brethren, do you understand what I'm saying? Whatsoever you desire. So what do you desire? What do you desire? Do you desire a nice car? Hello? Do you desire a nice car? Some of you, you can't imagine that you are the one I'm talking to. You are the one I'm talking to. Because looking at yourself now, how would I ever own a car? But this scripture says, whatsoever you desire. What a shock. Are you still here? It says, what things soever ye desire. Joseph, what do you desire? Not just need, but desire. You see, I'm giving you a key. The first, two keys today. Just two keys today. Now, if you hold on to these two keys. Next week, I'm going to continue by the grace of God. Say Amen. But if you hold on to these two keys, your whole life will change. Forever. Forever. Say amen. So the Bible says, what things soever you desire, when you pray, when you pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have. Amen. Ye shall have them. If you can pray about it. Amen. Whatever you desire, do you desire, what do you desire? Pardon? A lot, like. Pardon? My school fees. Fees, very good. Anything else? Fees, that's a need, not a desire, it's a need. Uh A lot, sir. It's a lot I can't mention, sir. Many. Yes, sir. You don't want anybody to hear. No problem. But God can hear you. Amen. Now, you see, anything you desire, when you pray, not when you see your uncle or your auntie. Many of us look at the wrong source for help. But God is a source of every help. Can I have a loud amen? God's hands are bigger than any hand in this world. God's hands are bigger than Dangote's hands. God is richer than any man you can imagine. And God's telephone number, God's, God's mobile phone is never switched off. 
It's never out of coverage area. It, there's no nepa that can let the, I mean, like, the phone is not charged, so the phone is, battery is dead. God's phone battery never dies. So the Bible says that if you have any desire, you must, all of you must sit down. All of you stand up, uh, sit down, because I've started preaching already. Okay. Now the Bible is saying that whatsoever you desire, when you pray, when you pray, hallelujah. So if you desire a pair of shoes, when you pray, do what? What's the next way? When you pray, do believe. what? I didn't hear you. I didn't, what, what, what's the word after? Believe. Shout it louder. Believe. Shout it louder. Believe. So I desire uh, maybe um, 2,000 from Rosalind. So I come and ask Rosalind. Is it Rosalind? I need 2,000. Now, when I look at her, do you think she can give me 2,000? 2,000 she can she can force. 2,000, as for 2,000, you can force. You can really force. Prove us right, Rosalie. Prove us right. When I look at the bag you're holding, there must be 2,000 in it, I tell you. Look at you singing nice song. 2,000, as for 2,000, there must be 2,000. Now, when I come and ask her for 2,000, you know what I do? Bob said that I should believe that Rosalind can give me. So, it didn't say, see, some of us, what we do is that when we come to God, God, I need 2,000. Assuming she's God. God, I need 2,000. <laughs> Bible says, when you cry, so when you believe. You told me, that when you cry, now God will hear your prayer. No, no, it's a belief that will bring the answered prayer, not the crying. So, for we think that it's my cry. When you make your face, that's so sad. Your face is long, twisted, twisted, contorted. God, 2,000. And then God will feel sad. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, your sadness doesn't bring answer to your prayer. It's your faith in God that will bring an answer to your prayer. Can I have a loud amen? Are you still here? Yes. One of the greatest keys to your answered prayer is faith. Somebody shout faith. So when you believe, I must believe that she can give me 2,000. It's not that I must cry to her, but I must believe that she's capable. And I know that my God is capable of meeting every need in my life. My God is capable of giving me anything I can ask. So I must believe it and come to him in faith. If my daughter needs something from me, she doesn't know my salary. But when she looks at the way I conduct myself, she knows that I'm not so poor. What a shock. What a shock. And so she asked me things in confidence. She asked me things, outrageous things. Outrageous things. But she asked in confidence. I've never seen her cry since I gave it to her uh, 35 years ago. I mean, she, there's, there's not one day that she has asked me something that she's crying. Daddy, I want to eat KFC. <laughs> Daddy, KFC or oh KFC. Daddy, when I say KFC, <laughs> KFC, KFC, KFC. I dreamt about KFC last night. Daddy, I beg you. No. She said, Daddy, I want KFC. It all depends on my mood. When I'm in good mood, I'll take care. But most of the time, I'm not in a good mood, so I don't take care. 
What a shock. What a shock. But you see, she believes me that my father can afford it. KFC, as a case, my father can afford it. And she has faith. Can I have an amen? If God is your father, you don't ask your father something and then you have made yourself like the, 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 like the big on the road say, oh, my father God. The first key is to believe. If you believe, it shall come to pass in your life. Look, as I mean, Ibadan here, I believe that God's going to give us a mega church. Amen. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I believe we shall be 1,000. Amen. I believe we shall be 2,000. Amen. I believe we shall be the cathedral. Amen. I believe it. I believe and it. And it shall come to pass. Amen. I said, it shall come to pass. Amen. It shall come to pass. Amen. Bible said, if you can believe, you shall receive them. Amen. If you can believe, you shall receive them. Do you believe? Do you believe God can look after you? Do you believe God can promote you? Do you believe that one day you'll be a landlord? Do you believe that one day you build your own house? Do you believe that you have a good job? Do you believe God can open a door for you? May you believe. May you believe. So I shout amen again. I believe it. I said, I believe it. I mean, you watch and see. You watch and see. Yeah. This church you are standing in with these few people. One day there will be no space in this place. Amen. You will see us lay foundation. It will happen because I believe. I believe. I say I believe. I believe. Do you believe? I believe. Do you believe? I believe. Do you believe? I believe it. It will happen practically. Amen. It will happen practically. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Whatsoever things you desire. I desire a mega church. I desire to see salvation. Amen. I desire to see, I desire to have rich people in my church. Amen. So if you come here, God will make you rich. God will promote you. God will bless you. God will look after you. God will open doors for you. It will come to pass. I said it will come to pass. I've seen when our church years ago, when our first church, the church that we just started in Accra, I've seen when there was only one car. But I've seen God bless us and open doors that ordinary people in the church have been blessed, promoted, I mean, expanded, and God has blessed them beyond measure. And God is going to do it in our lives. Lift your hand and say, I receive it. May you not be exempted from prosperous people in the church. May you not be exempted from those who are doing well in this life. You will do well in Nigeria. You do well in Ibadan. God will bless you. God will help you. I desire for you, and therefore it will come to pass in your life. I desire to see you get married to a good person. I desire to see you building your house. I desire to see you going higher and higher. It will happen. It's my desire. I am a desire. I am a desire for the church, and I know that it's going to happen by the, by all means. Shout amen. So let me continue and show you some more keys. Look at, uh, I'm preaching, I tell you. Are you still here? Look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Hebrews 10, 38. All right. If you're on the screen, can we all read it together if you don't mind? Ready to go? Hello, ready to go? Now, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul 
shall have no pleasure in him. Amen. Amen. Now the just shall live by tears. The just shall live by begging. You will not be a beggar. You will not be a beggar all the days of your life. God is going to help you. The just shall live by faith. Lift your hand and say, I will live by faith. Say like you believe it. Say like you believe it. The just shall live by faith. I may not have now, but I'm on my way somewhere. Today I don't have, but tomorrow my story is going to change. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Am I talking to anybody here? The just shall live by faith. So faith is believing God and believing in God that your God is bigger. Your God is greater. Like the song is saying, bigger than the biggest. Or uh, bigger than the, is that they say it? The song that she was singing last Sunday, Terrell was singing, bigger than they say. Hey, I like it. Uh, do you know it, uh, Rosie? Jehovah, yes. you are good. You are kind. Bigger than what people say. Some say you are good. You are kind. You are bigger than what people say. Some say you are good. You are kind. You are bigger than what people say. God is bigger than what people say. Can I don't have any men. I think the microphones are not working, so it's okay. God is bigger. Can I have any men? My God is bigger than what people say. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? My God is bigger than your, your, your God is bigger than your father's bank accounts. Can I have any men? God is bigger than the president of Nigeria's bank accounts. God is bigger than what people say. Say amen. amen. So the just shall live by faith. So what does it mean to live by faith? What it means is that every day you must hold on. Bible says, for if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Amen. amen. If anybody looks back like, I believe God is going to bless us. I believe God is going to give us a mega church. I believe. And then you come to church and it rains. Nobody comes and you feel sad. I'm not drawing. I'm holding on. Even if the one person here, look me, eh, I don't mind whether there are three or four. I'll preach that there are a thousand people. Because in the, with the eyes of faith, I see one thousand. I see five. I see more. You see, so when I'm, I don't, I don't, my preaching is not, it's not, it's not dictated by how many are sitting down. It's there by the, what my eyes of faith see. I see multitudes. I see multitudes. Because my God is bigger than what people say. Somebody shout amen. May you have an eyes of faith. May you not see who you are now. See where God is taking you. That is why I tell young ladies who want to get married. Don't look at the person's present. May God give you the eyes of faith to see his future. If you look at the person's present, it may look at nobody. But if you have the eyes of faith, you see, because he has God, God is going to lift him up, bless him, and promote him. Shout your Lord and say, Amen. Are you still in church? Don't look at the person's present. And don't look at the person's past. You must look at the person's future. Say amen. amen. Say a lot of amen. amen. Everybody, everybody has a past. 
everybody has a present and everybody has a future. If you look at somebody's past, you see his past. If you look at Pastor Niyi's past, his past is not good at all. One day he was telling me, I was with him in the car, and was telling him some of the bad things he had done. I almost felt like drop him out of the car and, and then he said, Hey, this was a dangerous man as he's sitting in the bishop's car. I was shocked that such a nice looking man has been bad before. Drinking everything you can imagine. Do you know all sorts of things? I was, I was scared of him, but I tried to look straight as if I was not scared. I said, hey, hey! people are not people, I tell you. What a shock. But that is his past. Do you understand? Now, he also has a point, if I look at his present, he's a nice, handsome man, but he doesn't have too much money in his pocket. So, I don't want to relate with him in his past. I don't even want to relate with his present. I want to relate with him in his future. When I look at his future, I see an anointed man of God. Man anointed with power, blessed and promoted, prosperous and filled with the Holy Ghost. I see a bright future ahead of you. I see a bright future ahead of you. Shut your lattice in vain. Don't relate with your past and relate with your future. Where you are now is nothing. But Bible said, though your beginning is small, your latter end shall greatly increase. Shut your lattice in vain. Don't relate to this church with our present. Relate with us in the future. What a word. What a word. What a word. You may know me. You may have known me. But the future is in the hands of God. Shout amen. So may God open your eyes. And walk with faith. The just shall live by faith. Every day when you wake up. I say I am a man of faith. I am a woman of faith. God will take care of me. I have a very big God. God is in charge of my life. Things are going to work out. The future is bright. I'm doing well. My ministry is working. My church is blessed. Things are working in my life. I have a good job. I mean, speak into the future. That is called a life of faith. I know a faith person. Reverend Eugene, how do you know who is a, a man of faith? I know you by the things you say. Yeah, because as you sit down, all of us are very quiet in the church. And the family is quiet. You, uh, you are quiet. All of you are quiet, quiet, quiet. What are you thinking? Of? I don't know. It's when you speak that I will know what is inside of you. When you open your mouth and say that, as for me, my problem is so many that I feel like dying. I say, ah, go, Shabbat. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Somebody shout, Amen. Are you still there? So, I know you by the words you speak. Yes. Yes. The things you speak will let you know what is inside of you. Amen. Amen. So, when you speak, I begin to know that, ah, this person, this is what it's made of. You understand? So, but when you speak, when you say that, when the person starts speaking, you may be just speaking that God is in control of my life. I will not die tomorrow. I will live and not die. My life is in the hands of God. I didn't come from a good background. My future is brighter than my past. I know God. You see, when you begin to speak like that, I can relate to you. I can stand with you. Because I know that you are living by the word of God and by faith. So faith is revealed through your confession. Can I have an amen? It be by the things you say. Don't join everybody and begin to say, Oh, Nigeria is hard. I know Nigeria is hard. But you'll be an exception in Nigeria. 
oh, Nigeria is difficult. Yes, it's true, it's difficult. But I, it says that although it's difficult, my God will take care of me. I know you are a, mo- a woman of faith. Somebody shout amen. amen. Don't just stop there. He said, Nigeria is very hard. The inevitable is hard. But tell, in addition to that, tell yourself that the God I serve is bigger than Nigerian economy. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. God is going to do it in your life. God's going to do it in our lives. Shout amen. Don't walk with a long, twisted, twatted face. You are not dying. You are not dying now. You will not die today. You will not die tomorrow. God will take care of you. Lift your hand and say, God will take care of me. Say, God will take care of me. Say, say, God will take care of me. Do you believe it? The just, now, the just shall live by faith. Now, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, if anybody says, ah, I'm tired, ah, it's not working. Ah, no, 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 no. But we say that if you draw back, God says that I will not have pleasure in you. I'm no more interested in you. Look at one more scripture. One more scripture. Are you still here? May you keep your faith confession. I say, keep your faith confession. Say amen. amen. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Look at from verse 19, I believe. 19. Okay, go to 18. And then we'll see a longer passage. Romans chapter 4. Is it 18? 18. All right. Okay, now then go 17 then. Talking about Abraham. The Bible says, I'm waiting for you. Is it there? This is 17. Okay, 16. Is it 16 now? Okay. Bible says, and being not weak in faith, Abraham, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Wow. Amen. Let's go on. Let's go on. The next verse. But the Bible says, are you there? Is it working? Which one is working? Neither dead is the next verse. Move on, move on, move on, move on. Okay, let me just so that you don't waste my time. Okay, it's working now. Romans chapter what? Chapter 4, verse 13. Not verse 13. Who said 13? Not 13. Yeah. Read 17 for me. Romans chapter 4 verse 17 As it is written I have made thee a father of many nations Hallelujah As it is written As it is Something has been written about you Amen I said something has been written about you Amen Abraham didn't have any child But Bible says it has been written That made you father of many nations Today may not be, may be nobody But something has been written about you But Peter Something has been written about you As it is written I made you a father of many nations. Read on. 
as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he, he believed. believed. Yes. Even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which he not as though they were. God who caused those sins that be not as though they were. The sin is not there, but God says it is there. The sin doesn't exist, but God says it is there. God said, Abraham, you don't have a child, but I see you as a father of many nations. Read on. Verse 18. Who against hope believed in hope mm. that he might become the father of many nations. Hallelujah. Read on. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Wait, wait. Bible says, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now, now dead. So you see, if you are not weak in faith, you will not be looking at your handbag and say, oh, I don't have hundred thousand in a handbag. Don't look at it, that. There's something else you must look at. Don't look at your bank accounts. You're laughing. Don't look at it. Because if you look at your this bag, is there 100,000 in it? There's no 100,000. So if you look at it, your faith will die. But look at Abraham. Bible says that, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. Now he said, that, I'm, I'm 100 years, so I can't have a child. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, neither yet the economy of Nigeria. What? Read on. Verse 20. He staggered not at the promise. He staggered not. When they say stagger, have you. Don't stagger. Eh, eh. Please come. Do you used to drink? Have you been drunk before? Drunk, drunk, drunk. Eh? Hold the microphone. A man of God like you. Merci. You've drunk heavily. Have you fallen down drunk before? Times that number. Pardon? Times Your beloved is not here, so you can see everything you have to say. Times with that number. So when you get drunk, how do you behave? Okay. 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 You get home. I must get home. I'll get home. Wow. Wow. Keep going. Again. 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 Don't, don't worry. Don't lift me. I can undo myself. That's what you say. Quite a shock. Now you see, that is called, he's, he's gone beyond staggering. But see, Abraham did not stagger. Stagger means you can't see the way clearly. You're moving like a drive. Move this way. Hey, stay, 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 stay. Hey, fire, fire, fire. And you're moving. You know, the man is staggering. The way he's, but he's staggering on the way. But you see, that is a drunk man. Remember, say, Abraham, he did not stagger at the promise of God. Somebody shout amen. amen. Shout your loudest amen. amen. He did not, he did not look at the, he did not move to the left. He did not stagger at the promise of God. Say amen. Amen. But the Bible said that he was strong in faith. Wow. May he be strong in faith. Amen. Little right and say, I'll be strong in faith. I'll be strong in faith. Someone say, I will be strong in faith. I'll be strong in faith. In other words, when the odds are against you. When everything still shows that it doesn't appear to be working, maybe strong in faith and tell yourself that I will not give up, I will not surrender, 
I will not give in. I will not retire. I will not give up. I will keep on moving on. Shout your loudest amen. He did not say because strong in faith, giving glory to God. That is a sign of a faith person. He's always giving glory to God. May your life bring God glory. May your life bring God glory. Amen. Shout amen. Amen. Are you still here? Yes. Now the five, read the five, finish for us, the scripture for us. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, mm-hmm. but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Amen. amen. Read on. Verse 21. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to May you to be perform. fully persuaded in Jesus' name. Amen. Fully persuaded means that your mind is made up. No matter what the odds say, no matter what anybody say, I know that it's going to happen in my life. And it will happen in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are going to pray in a minute or two. And I want you to tell yourself, I will never, 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 never stagger at God's promise. Amen. Say amen. Amen. I would say he was persuaded, fully persuaded, that what he has promised is able to do it. So that is the first key to your answered prayer. Say amen. Amen. The second one that we're going to talk about next week is the key of persistence. Persistence. Somebody say persistence. Persistence. You have faith and you persist. Now, if you can understand this, can understand what it means to have faith and to persist, nothing will stop you. Amen. You'll be unstoppable in this life. Amen. I say you'll be unstoppable in this life. Amen. Nothing will ever stand in your way. Mm. Even when odds come, by the grace of God, you'll be able to run over. Amen. By my God, I'll run through a troop. You'll run through every troop in Jesus' name. Amen. David said, by my God, I've jumped over every wall. Any wall of opposition, every, every place in front of you, you jump over that wall in Jesus' name. Amen. I see you jumping over every wall of resistance. Amen. Every opposition, you jump over it. Amen. By the name of Jesus. Yes. You'll never give up. Amen. You'll never give in. Amen. You'll never surrender. Amen. Let's give the spirit of persistence. I'm staying there I'm, until I get the answer. I'm not giving up, and God will do it in your life. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. I want you to lift your two hands up high and pray for a short time. Just for a minute, two minutes, three minutes. Pray. I said, God, guide me the grace and the strength to be a man of faith, a woman of faith. May I be strong in faith. Yes, Lord. May I not be yes, weak in faith. May I be strong in faith. Lift your two hands and let's pray together. Lay <laughs> Pata, 
Thank you for tonight. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your people. Amen. Thank you for everyone that came tonight. Yes. Let's place your two hands on your head. Father, I speak a blessing over your people. Amen. Today, the key of faith. We walk out with the key of faith. Amen. May we never surrender to the enemy. Amen. May the enemy not have the upper hand in our lives. Amen. Every battle we are en- we are, we are engaged in. May you give us the upper hand to be victorious. Amen. Nobody here will ever be a failure. Yes, Lord. Nobody here will end up as a disaster. Amen. Nobody here will end up as a frustrated person. Amen. I rebuke the devil. Yes, Lord. I rebuke the devil. Yes. I rebuke the destroyer. Yes. He will have no access in any life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, may we walk in faith. Amen. May we live by faith. Amen. May we live trusting in your unfailing word. Amen. Trusting your unfailing promises. Amen. May your promise be yea and amen in our yes, lives. Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, may we be may we walk by faith. Amen. Rule and reign in our lives. Amen. I rebuke every plan of the enemy. Yes, Lord. And every agenda. And I say, Lord, have your way in our lives. Amen. And cause your way to rule in our lives. Amen. We give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Shout, Amen. Amen. Now, before we share the grace and go, if you're here today, just close your eyes with me for a minute. And maybe you want to say, Bishop, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I know I'm a sinner, but I believe Jesus died for me. Today, I want Jesus in my life. If you're here tonight, and you want to give your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand and I shall pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Father, thank you for everyone that came tonight. I pray that we shall walk with you, rule in our lives and be glorified in Jesus' name. Shout amen. Amen. Can you take your seat for just one minute, one announcement and then we'll close. Just sit down for one minute. All of you are hurrying to go away. Sit down for just one minute, okay? Beautiful, beautiful. It's just seven o'clock, isn't it? Right. Now, Sunday, we have a special.